the city of Urban Town. Despite the crime and corruption which infest the streets, the citizens of this bustling metropolis sleep soundly at night, knowing they are protected by two great defenders of truth and justice. He is Detective Danger, a cunning master of mystery and illusion. She is the Amazon, an ancient warrior of nearly limitless power. As they seek to defend the citizens of this fair city from the forces of darkness, they are comrades in arms. In their everyday life... Not so much. This episode, Much Ado About Matrimony. I hate ninjas. Supervillains and the occasional not-so-supervillains have any number of choices when deciding on henchmen. Robots, zombies... Gangsters with thick Chicago accents, never mind the fact that they're originally from Atlanta, all of these are perfectly legitimate and economically viable choices. Sometimes the bad guys even give me a gift and surround themselves with skinnily clad femme fatales. Certainly don't expect this kind of consideration every time, but it does give a fellow a reason to hope. But when some slimy, no-good, scum-sucking son of a leotard goes to ye old henchman shop and decides on a carton of ninjas? Well, it just cheeses me off. I have two problems with ninjas. First, they're cheap. So cheap, in fact, that any crook who decides to work with them can afford to buy in bulk. I think the going rate for ninjas is something like a nickel for every 50 and 100 for 7 cents. This means that for every one you knock down, there are usually about 20 more waiting to come flying out of nowhere at you. That's the other thing I hate about ninjas. They're masters of distraction. If you ever actually see a ninja coming straight at you, it means there are definitely at least three more behind you ready to strike. Get a stiff neck when I fight ninjas, because I have to turn around and look over my shoulder so much. All that being said, there is one and only one thing that I hate more than the prospect of fighting ninjas. Fake ninjas. But perhaps I should begin at the beginning. No, for the last time, we are not sitting your Uncle Jack that close to the bar. He's not that bad. Do you remember your cousin Lisa's wedding? Not really. And why is that? Because I was drunk. And who were you sitting next to at the time? Okay, so it was my Uncle Jack. But that was a one-time... Hey, Dellface. Did Mr. Taylor call back about my... Oh, my. Hey, big brother. Uh, hi, Claude. I'm so sorry. Uh, no need to apologize, hero. Uh, when's the evasion? What? Come back from my lunch break and find my secretary's desk covered with plans, schematics, and blueprints. I assume you're invading Romania? We're making the seating chart for the wedding. Invade Romania instead. It'll be easier. I'm sorry, Mr. Zula. I know I probably shouldn't be doing this at the office, but Please. I... Please. I'm surprised that you've been able to hold out this long. I have a number of younger sisters, two of whom have gotten married. Those weddings took more planning than the city sewer system. What a flattering comparison. You met their husbands too, Claude. Anyway, my point is that I have no objection to you doing some of the planning here in the office. So long as the coffee stays fresh, do whatever you like. You mean it? Scout's honor. Okay, but what if a client came in? Who could possibly object to walking into a private detective's office and finding a woman planning her wedding? How about half your clients who hire you to see if their spouse is cheating on them? Fair point. Uh, just tell them that you're invading Romania. Hey, Pumpkin, I think I figured it out. What if we just switch the guests at table 7 and table 13? 
That puts my great-aunt Lily near the bar, and Lily can drink your Uncle Jack under the table. Why do we even have a bar? You have to have a bar at a wedding. As one of the invited guests, I agree wholeheartedly. Invited guests? You didn't talk to him yet? He just walked in the door. I thought you were going to ask him last night! In the interest of keeping my brother out of the doghouse before the happy home is even built, why don't you just ask me now? It's not a major deal. <clears throat> Down, girl. What's up? Okay, last night Artie called. He's not going to be able to make it back from Egypt before the wedding. Mm. No Artie? Jeez, Ma's going to be crushed. I know. I was looking forward to seeing my other older brother, too. But more to the point, it leaves me without a best man. Hmm. Well, Gregor will be thrilled. He's only 17. He's ready for the responsibility. We want you to do it. Nope. Why not? Isn't that the sort of thing brothers do for each other? Eh, don't make this about brotherly love, sister. Best man has to sit at the head table, and that's dangerous territory for me. Am I supposed to not understand that? He doesn't want to sit near my maid of honor. I'm thinking of you, sweetheart. How would it look if in the middle of your reception line police had to come and pry my hands off of her throat? Hello, hero. B. Did my ears deceive me, or did I just hear Benny issue a death threat? He was talking about me, wasn't he? I guess my line is supposed to be... Speak of the devil. Why? Is your Uncle Jack here? Hey! hey. B, what are you doing here? I stopped on my way back to the newspaper. The story I'm working on is depressing, so I wanted to give you some good news. I just got done talking to your florist. I thought you took care of the flowers, sweetie. Oh, it's a groom who thinks he actually has a say in what happens with the wedding. Isn't that cute? B, he's right. I already arranged everything with the florist. Yes, but I had to go tell him about how your heart was set on the orange tulips. Orange tulips? I don't want orange tulips. They'll look horrible. Oh, relax. I know you don't want orange tulips. I also know, having bribed half a dozen other florists, that there is one type of flower which has been caught up in shipping and that you absolutely positively cannot get in this city. Orange tulips. Right in one sweet cheeks. I told Mr. Virgis how you simply must have orange tulips made to start with the waterworks. And bingo, you've got a 20% discount. Oh, B, that's wonderful. Yes, wonderful. Also sneaky, underhanded, and dishonest, but still wonderful. You're just mad because you didn't think of it first. In a point of fact, I am mad because Mr. Virgis is my downstairs neighbor and a dear friend of mine. Oh, Benny, you mean I did something dishonest to a dear friend of yours? Bonus for me, then. Be please be nice. Yeah, he's going to be my best man. No, I'm not. Of course not, because there are no sets of permutations under which Benny here could be considered the best of men. Strong words for the maid of so-called honor, who just committed petty fraud. You two really don't like each other, do you? He's just threatened because I'm a strong woman. I'm threatened because you keep threatening me. When have I ever... Last week, when I refused to tell you where I found the Carlisle diamonds, you threatened to push me into traffic. I said if you survived, I'd kiss it and make it better. That, my dear, was the actual threat. Stop it. I am getting married in one week. Everything is going to be perfect. Benny, you are going to be Claude's best man. You will sit next to my maid of honor, and the two of you will not be at each other's throats, because I have enough to deal with already with the seating charts, the tone-deaf organist, and the fact 
that I have to lose ten pounds, or I'm gonna make that dress look like an overstuffed sausage. Shh, sweetie. Oh, it's okay. You're beautiful. Oh, Christ! Not tears.、Uh, look, look, Hero. I- I'm sorry. I- of course, I- I'll be the best man. Come on, babe. We're just kidding around. Benny and I'll be good. <laughs> You promise? Darn tootin'. Cross my heart. Good, that's all right then. Now, Claude, do you think Cousin Petunia can handle being next to the band without ending up taking one, or in fact, all of them home with her? Occasionally, it'll slip my mind that my secretary, soon to be sister-in-law, went to one of the finest conservatories to learn how to be an actress. She even had a rather promising stage career for a while, but the vagaries of the time determined that she didn't have the look, whatever that means. My brother Claude, of course, would disagree strongly. In any case, that's how it came to pass that I find myself dressed in a tuxedo and preparing my dear brother for the happiest day of his yada yada yada. What the hell are you doing here? Wow, you really don't care that we're in a church. The chapel is sacred ground. This is the basement. They hear worse language every bingo night. What? No comeback? <laughs> I was just admiring that.、Uh... Lovely bouquet you've got there. Oh, shut it! So good that、uh, Mr. Virgus was able to track down those beautiful orange tulips after all. I wish to remind you that there will come a time when I'm not wearing thirty pounds of taffeta and crinoline that I want to keep free of your blood stains. Ah,、uh, yes, <laughs> but that time is not now. Oh, I repeat, what are you doing here? Ah,、uh, relax, cupcake. I just wanted to let the bridal party know that the groom is safely ensconced in the sacristy. The what now? It's the room behind the church. Oh. Okay then, message received. I'm also here to make sure the bride's not trying to climb her way out the back window. Everything's fine, Mister Z. How's Claude? I hope you didn't love him for his fingernails. He's chewed them mostly off. You have the rings. I have the rings. You're sure about that? I've checked my pocket every three minutes since they first went into said pocket. They have not yet dematerialized. Excuse me. Oh, hey, sorry, pal. You can't go in there. Bride's getting ready. I know. I need to see her this instant. Whoa, whoa! Hang on a second. What's going on out there, John? Hero, I can't let you go through with it. What? Hero, I love you. What? And I am not leaving here unless you tell me you don't love me. Okay then, I don't love you. Go away. Sounds like you got your answer there, buddy.、Uh, time to take a hike. No, no, you don't mean that. Yes, yes, I do. Mac, I'm I'm only gonna ask you nicely one time. Get your hands off of me! I guess it's time to ask you nicely. Thank you for that. Just be glad it was me. I think B would have killed him. Who is this clown? John Donaldson. We did a play together about three months ago. We had to stage kiss, but that's all it was. It wasn't even a particularly good stage kiss. He's not even an actor. It was community theater, and they needed one more guy. You must have made quite an impression. This is so embarrassing. Don't worry. B, help me get this chump on my shoulders. <clears throat> All right, let's drop him off in a cab and send him across town. You okay to get him upstairs?、Uh, lightweight like him? No problem. Good. So looking forward to this reception. Yes. I'm sorry. I've been detained. Have they reached the part of the ceremony where they ask if anyone has any objections? Uh, I don't know that they 
actually do that. Oh. Well, no sense in waiting for the queue line, then. I'm sorry, but are you wearing a robe? Oh, don't worry. The robe is just to cover up the battle armor. What? Sorry, I really have to run. Just let me drop this face mask and... Stop the wedding! (laughs) Silence! Ladies and gentlemen, I truly hate to disrupt this event. Well, actually, no, I don't mind at all. However, there is no reason for anyone to be harmed. I'm here for just one thing. The bride! John? John, is that you? No, my dear. You rejected John Donaldson. Now I'm afraid you've attracted the attention of... Professor Obliteration! Oh, you've got to be kidding me. You did a stage kiss with a mad scientist who swore revenge on those who didn't appreciate him. I see my reputation has preceded me. Not really. All mad scientists have sworn revenge on those who didn't appreciate them. Your maid of honor is amusing. I don't like that. And you, young man, I assume you're the lucky groom. Leave her alone. I won't let you hurt her. I'll take that as a yes. Claude, get down. Claude! Well, I believe that takes care of the whole death to us part bit. <laughs> Almost there. Come on, Father. There. I don't think that madman saw us pull him into the sacristy. Is he... No, no. I, I pulled him out of the way of the worst of it. He's breathing. Look. Thank God for that. Is there any other way out of here? Normally, yes, but they piled bricks outside of it for the new construction. You'd never squeeze through it. I wasn't thinking of me. Father Francis? Yes? If I tell you something, can we treat it like a confession? I'm not sure this is the time. Now or never, Father. Very well. What sins do you wish to confess? Mostly lies. Uh, For instance, I never told anybody about this. A gun? A, a needle gun. It, it injects a fast-acting sedative with every shot. You brought this to a wedding? Boy Scout's motto? And what on earth is that on your wrist? Oh, that? Uh, well, that's a control panel for the gadget around my waist. What does it do? Eh, it bends light and distorts sound. So with a flick of my wrist, it does this. You changed! Merely an illusion. That hat, the mask, and the long cloak! Your detective danger! Come, my dear, I've already removed your groom. Are you coming with me, or shall I have to dispose of your maid of honor? Or perhaps the mother of the bride, I... I do love weddings. There are so many potential hostages. Keep your hands off her. Ah, we have a volunteer. We have two, actually. I think you'll find I'm a more interesting dance partner. Look, everybody! It's Detective Danger! Hooray! Oh, shut up! I don't suppose you'd be willing to give up now and come quietly before... No, I suppose not. Save your breath, hero! Well, not you, hero, but him, since he is a hero. You're a little new at this, aren't you? Shut up! I've been doing this long enough to know to expect do-gooders like you. Ninjas, attack! Ninjas? Oh, come on. I've already had a bad day. What is this? They're... 
Their weapons passed through you as though you weren't there. That's because I'm not, Professor. What you see is an illusion. But this... It's quite real. My ninjas! What have you done to them? Don't worry. They'll wake up eventually. So about that surrender? Not likely. Second wave? Ah, yes. With ninjas, there's always a second wave. Have you got enough shots in that needle gun to take out all of my ninjas? Maybe. Maybe not. But since they can't see where I am, there's no reason I can't get my hands dirty. No! Oh. Wait a minute. That's it? Hmm. These guys drop pretty quick. Hate to break it to you, but I think you got gypped. These punks aren't real ninjas. This is gonna be easy. I had to say it. In my rather specialized line of work, there exists a phenomenon known as the Lucky Punch. It takes two forms, and both of them are a royal pain in the posterior. The first is when a hero goes toe-to-toe -to -toe with a supervillain who's way out of his weight class, and through a combination of guts and dumb luck, manages an impossible shot which takes the bad guy out of the fight. At first, this might appear to be a good thing, and in the short term, it is. However, these guys are notorious for caring about their reputation, and you can bet the farm on where they'll be heading when they next break out of the big house. The second form, it's even worse. It's when a professional hero who should know better, in this case, me, gets a little overconfident and stands a little too close to where his illusionary self is supposedly standing. In this case, it's possible for a flunky faux ninja with a dime store pose staff to take a wild swing and clock the hero completely by accident. In addition to hurting a lot, it's just plain embarrassing. Well done, my minion! Now, hero, let's start talking honeymoon plans. Keep away from me! <laughs> Stay back! Father, it's me. Oh, terribly sorry, my dear. Though I'm not exactly sure how you were planning to defend yourself with a dishbrush. I'm not exactly used to this. Skip it. Detective Danger's down. Is there another way out of here? No, I'm afraid the exit's blocked. You'd never get out. I wasn't thinking of me. All right, Padre, is it true you priests can never reveal things you hear in a confession? Uh, so, sorry, what? No time to waste. Do you swear never to reveal what you're about to see? Uh, yes, yes, of course. Good. Then help me out of this dress. What? Relax. Father, I swear I'm not trying to lead you into temptation. I just need you to pull this zipper so I don't tear the dress when I make the transformation. Transformation? Less talking, more unzipping. Very well. Thank you. And now... Oh, my. Hello, holy man. Um, are you always eight feet tall? I see. She did not properly prepare you for the change. She? My host body. She summons me in times of great danger. I see. And I suppose she summons the giant mace as well. A warrior never goes about unarmed. Well, that's sensible. So you are the Amazon? Indeed. And my host tells me I must stop the armored one outside. Please excuse me, holy man. Of course. 
Lord, you're testing me, right? Wakey, wakey, Detective Danger. Not so tough when my ninjas have your arms pinned behind your back. Not even real ninjas. Evidently, they're good enough. In any case, I just wanted you to be awake as I make my triumphant exit with the girl. Let me go! Uh, you'll never get away with this. And how precisely are you planning to stop me? Uh, oh, me? Oh, pal, at the moment I'm the least of your worries. Let the girl go! Rule number one, boys. Never loosen your grip. Detective Danger. You finish off the rest of these men in ill-fitting pajamas. I will dispose of the armored one. Two superheroes? Hero, do you always have this kind of protection? You know, I... Come to think of it. Enough, wicked one. Face me if you dare. I don't fall so easily, Amazon. <laughs> you batted my laser with your mace? That, that's not even physically possible. She does that. Taste my steel. Hey, uh, Hero, come here a minute. Your armor is formidable. Let's see how you do without that mace. I am never an armed miscreant. Oh, uh, Amazon, don't grapple him on his hands. I think those are, uh... Oh! Enough of this. Hero, let's go. Not so fast, Professor. <laughs> don't make me laugh. Master of Illusion, remember? You could shoot until doomsday. You'll never hit me. Ah, but I don't have to hit you, do-gooder. All I want is the girl. Have you forgotten that that needle gun of yours can't possibly penetrate my battle armor? Actually, I was hoping you had forgotten that part. Out of my way, mystery man. Come on, hero. Hero? What? No. How did... That laser blast! Hero... Hero! She's not breathing. But that blast was nowhere near her. Tell yourself whatever you need to to sleep at night, you monster. Hero! Uh, out of my way. Hero? Hero, my... my... my dear. Uh, oh, I'm so sorry, darling. John? John, is that you? Yes. Yes, my sweet. It... it hurts, John. Lie still. You'll be okay. Let me... Let me see your face before I... No. No, you can't leave me. John, please. Your face. Of course. Is that better, my darling? Perfect. Sweetheart. Fortunately, I'm not the only one who forgets that my secretary, soon-to-be sister-in-law, went to one of the finest conservatories to learn how to be an actress. I had to aim a little, but two shots in the neck did the trick. From there, things went pretty smoothly. Except for one weird thing. The Amazon had shaken off whatever shock she received, so I went invisible for a moment and slipped into the sacristy to check on Claude. All right, Father, you're safe. A couple of the pews got a little scorched, but the whole... Hello! Right, put your eyes back in their sockets. <clears throat> Why are you in your underwear? Well, it's not for you to get a free show, so turn around. <laughs> Fine by me. I'm going to need hours of hypnosis to get that moment out of my memory anyway. What are you doing? I was just... I have my doubts. Even without this dress, you could have squeezed through the back door, my dear. You were going to go tearing around outside in your skivvies? Uh, 
Well, maybe somebody would have called the cops, which is exactly what I wanted to happen. Oh, Claude, hey, little brother, you all right? What what happened? You got hit by a laser cannon fired by a mad scientist who was trying to steal your bride. No, really, what happened? Therefore, finally, I now pronounce you man and wife. They make a cute couple, don't they? Well, he doesn't look much like you, so I guess it'll do. Are you ever going to leave off? I saw you tearing up back there. What? I never cry at weddings. So why is your mascara running? What? Oh, they swore this stuff was waterproof. Hey, guys. Hello to the new Mrs. Zula. Hey, we're related now. Yes, but let's remember, I had enough of an interruption today. And if you two keep sniping and ruin the reception... I don't think there is any court which will frown on me poisoning my brother-in-law and strangling my best friend. Now get over in the receiving line. Uh, yes, ma'am. And Benny? Yes? I would like a raise. You have been listening to Detective Danger in the Amazon, Episode 1, Much Ado About Matrimony. Produced by Seat of Our Pants Players and written and directed by Dan Wenzel. Music and sound effects by www.freesfx.co.uk. Benny was Adam Gastingy. B was Jill Wenzel. The Amazon was Andy Gastingy. Hero was Brianna Kuby. Claude was Rick Tennant. John Donaldson was Andrew Dell. The wedding guests were Liz Music and Rebecca Scheimer. Friar Francis was Dan Wenzel. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you later. <laughs>